0: Going on, crafters. Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. Thank you so much for tuning in again to the show. If you are a returner listener, but if you are new here, I want to welcome you warmly to the show. This is a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or they're just updates that we're making up on our own just for fun. If either of those things are interesting to you, you like to hear about Minecraft news, uh, Minecraft updates that are coming to the game, or you like to sort of speculate or theorize, or just you know say, you know what, this would be really cool if this came to the game, if that's interesting to you, you're in the right place. I'm very happy that you decided to tune in. And I hope you stick around for a little while because we're about to kick it off with a segment of this episode where I turn the spotlight onto you guys, the listeners, in the form of a and a Q&A. Usually Q&As are when the audience asks the creator a question, but I like to turn that on its head and I like to ask you guys a question. And the question that I had asked you guys a few episodes Episodes ago is this: What is the best food source for your first day in a Minecraft world? Oh yes, the early game. My personal favorite part of the game. It's always fun, of course, to progress and to get better loot and get better tech and better gear, things like beacons, things like that. Yeah, it's all good and and fun. But there's something really, really special about the early game. In Minecraft, where you've only got maybe um, some some iron gear, you have your your first pocket full of diamonds, and you're not sure what you're gonna make with them first. You've got your little hole in the ground, or in the side of a cave, or in the side of a mountain, and uh, yeah, you're just sort of starting off fresh in a fresh new world with all of the possibilities um, just waiting for you over the horizon. Uh, but you know what? We still got to eat food is a very important thing. The most interesting food sources, the best food sources are usually found in the mid to late game. But uh, I wanted to see what you guys liked to eat in those early game days. Omega Godzilla says apples. I cut down a tree and then wait for the leaves to fall and then collect the apples. It's nice and easy before I start setting up farms. Now, I like that because, of course, you have to get wood from the trees and, you know, oak trees and birch trees, two of the most common types of trees in Minecraft, they drop apples. So that is definitely a, uh, a trustworthy source of food in those early days. The legender says pork chops and steak, they give almost the max amount of saturation. And if you craft a flint and steel, you can cook them instantly. Also, if you're killing cows, you get leather as well for a possible enchanting table. Now, that's a good point because, you know, we want to start preparing for that mid-game enchanting table as soon as possible, and uh, leather is valuable for that kalos says if you find a village the bread is a great starter food and that that honestly that's my go-to usually is if i find a village i just go and get all their hay bales and make bread um you can get tons of food very quickly that way. If I don't see a village anywhere around me, usually it's like, yeah, it's, it's a cow or a pig or a sheep. Something like that. But bread from a village is probably what I try to get first uh, for, for an early game food source. The arch, villager, the arch villager says meat as I can easily crit animals with my fist. <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft was my idea said, I'd say some meat for the early game. But if you find a village, then maybe carrots or bread. Carrots too, something else you want to get in the early game because making golden carrots around the mid game is is very valuable for a food source. Jay Singh says, I think it depends on where you spawn. Because for example, if you spawn in a taiga, you should probably eat something like sweet berries. But if you spawn in plains, steak or mutton would be better. Now that's a good point as well. Sometimes you don't spawn in a usual um, uh, biome where the normal food sources are readily available. Sometimes you spawn in a taiga where the only food sources that's readily available are sweet berries, which is a good one. It's very easy to get. Um, But say you you spawn in a desert. What are you going to do then? Usually you have to look around for a, a village. Or um, maybe, uh, I mean, that's really all you can do in a desert, isn't it? Look around for a village or get out of the desert. Um, So there's a lot of things that could go wrong. I I say wrong, it's not really wrong. But could happen if you don't spawn in a normal, like, forest or mountain or plains kind of area. Blue Widow says raw mutton because it gives a decent saturation and you get wool for a bed. Now that is also a great point as well, because beds are one of the first things I go after in Minecraft. Once I get my, uh, my, my axe, my pickaxe, my crafting table, the very next thing that I'm on the lookout for is sheep to craft a bed because I am not about to, uh, last throughout an entire night waiting for the sun to come up while I hide in a hole or while I do a little bit mining session. I'm going straight for the bed as soon as possible. And of course, as a byproduct, we get mutton. Torben says, whatever I can scavenge or pilfer from the nearest village. This person's like chickens forever says easily bread. You can find it in villages in large amounts and practically everyone uses it. Even Rebel JC used it at the start in his world. See, It's, it's one of my first food sources I go after. Absolutely. Abe and Anna says, pigs are really delicious in real life. (laughs) Well, I'm not talking about real life, I'm talking about Minecraft, but yes, I concur. Pigs are delicious in real life. (laughs) Fellow bacon lover. Uh, CTK says, mutton because you get to have good food and a bed. CTK died, died whilst jumping down a ravine to get a sheep. Wow, that's some serious dedication to get some sheep. (laughs) And finally, Dragonfish says, "'Depending on what you have, I personally like sweet berries. They're so easy to farm, and I like how they grow fast.'" I don't usually like to kill cows and wait for the meat to smelt in a furnace. Again, there is a big pro to the sweet berries. It's immediately ready for you to eat right away. And usually they grow in a lot of quantities. So you find one sweet berry bush, there's probably several others all around you. And while they don't fill your saturation in your hunger bar quickly, uh, they are a very good reliable food source for you to just take the edge off your hunger anyway. So very, very good for the early days. Well, thank you so much, guys, for these thoughts and opinions, and if you want yours read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, or you can go to the Discord and do it there as well, and I'll do my best to read out as many of those answers as I can. In a future episode. Speaking of the Discord, guys, please go over and join the Discord. There's a lot of great conversations being had over there about the podcast, about Minecraft in general, a lot of people sharing their ideas for what they want to see in Minecraft. And, guys, guess what? We would love to see your thoughts and opinions on that. Uh, So, please go check out the Discord. The link is in the description of this episode. And while you're there, guys, you can also collaborate on the one block challenge. The one block challenge is a challenge that I pose to you, the audience, every week. And this week's theme is light levels. So imagining blocks that have to do with light levels. Again, if you don't know what the one block challenge is, this is essentially, I give you a theme, and then you come up with an idea for a single block in Minecraft that has something to do with that theme and the way i define blocks in these challenges that anything that you can place in the world it's not necessarily technically a block but it is something that you can place in the world in survival if you need a refresher on the details of what the challenges or even how to uh, do the challenge, all of the details are in the description of this episode. And guys, going over to the Discord to do this is great because there have already been a lot of people who have won because of uh, their collaborative uh, collaborative efforts in coming up with an idea together. So if you want to be a part of a team coming up with an idea to win, then uh, go over to Discord and do it there. All right, guys, with that all being said, let's talk about the All right, guys, with that all being said, let's go ahead and open up the main discussion of this episode. And I've been sitting on this one for a while now, just in my notes. Um, This is something that I've wanted to talk about for a long time, especially because I love exploration in Minecraft. Exploration is one of the most fascinating things to me in Minecraft and something that I love to do. And uh, there's another game out there that's very heavily focused on exploration. This game is called No Man's Sky. It is a game where you essentially get to live out your most amazing science fiction fantasies, fly around in a galaxy, procedurally generated in your spaceship or your big freighter and be a space pirate where you can be an explorer where you can uh, you know you can do whatever you want you can be anything that you want to be in this science fiction futuristic world But there is a heavy emphasis on exploration in the game, and uh, there's no doubt why. There's a lot of similarities between No Man's Sky and Minecraft. One, you can build bases in No Man's Sky. It's a different kind of building mechanic than we have in Minecraft, but it's still very good, and people have been able to build amazing bases and amazing even cities in uh, No Man's Sky. Um, So there's building, there's also, you get to work with NPCs, Um, you know, they have their own versions of the villagers, essentially, in Minecraft, there's like three races of aliens, and they essentially, you can interact with them, they have their different territories, you can trade with them and barter with them, it's really, really cool, Um, and then you also have in No Man's Sky, this choose your own path gameplay like you do in Minecraft. Like I said, you could be a space pirate, or you could be a a scout, or an explorer, or a scientist. You could be anything that you wanted to be in No Man's Sky. It does have some scripted paths that you can take, but those are just general suggestions. You can just cut off on your own and do whatever you want, and uh, it's very similar to Minecraft in that way. Also, another similarity, and this is the big one, is that No Man's Sky has infinite worlds. Um, I say infinite. They're practically infinite. There is actually a limit on the worlds, but you'll never reach it in, in in any lifetime that you could live. You would never reach the end of No Man's Sky. And that's just for one of the galaxies. There's many, many, many other galaxies that you could possibly explore in the game. Uh, and in the same way, Minecraft isn't actually infinite there is a limit to the game as to how far out it can render uh terrain but it is practically infinite because you would never be able to reach the end of the world no matter how long you were walking in the world uh just simply because it's too big um so very similar in that way as well um but something that i've always wanted to um talk about is I think that Minecraft could learn a few things from No Man's Sky, particularly when it comes to exploration. Currently in Minecraft, the only reason you would want to explore, like the only practical gameplay reason that you would want to explore in Minecraft is so that you can get new resources. Uh, Say you're looking for amethysts you're looking for woodland mansions, you're looking for things that generate out there in the world and you have to explore to find them. But once you find them, you get the reward and that's it. There's no further incentive to just keep going in your exploration. Now with No Man's Sky on the other hand, there's always a reason to explore. There's always something new to discover and the game rewards you for discovering new things. One, it rewards you by saying, hey, you're the first person to ever see this planet. Um, Anytime anyone else comes across this planet, they're going to see your name and see you're the one who discovered it. So you have a little bit of bragging rights there, but also the game rewards you in other ways. So in No Man's Sky, you can do this thing where you can find navigation data. And there's many different ways that you can find it. You find it in structures, you find it by accomplishing missions, but you have navigation data. This navigation data can be sold to cartographers. Now these are not villagers. (laughs) These are aliens that are called cartographers in exchange for planetary charts and other locations of interest. So essentially, you give these NPCs this data, and in return, they give you maps to locations of interest. Now, in Minecraft, we could have a similar system for exploration. So say we have this new thing called discoveries. And discoveries are something that you can achieve, and they are centered on Uh, these points of interest out in the world. So it could be a desert temple. It could be a woodland mansion. It could be uh, a buried treasure. It could be any little point of interest. But you go out there, and you get these discoveries, right? Maybe this is a map that you, you go to a location and you fill out the map and it becomes a discovery map. Maybe you get these things initially from a cartographer in a village. You go out in the world, you fill this map, and then you go back to the cartographer and you sell it to them for uh, experience points or maybe another kind of reward but i honestly think experience points would be one of the most valuable things uh to get because experience the system of experience right now is not great and so as a way to incentivize all players to go explore and to find new areas in the game uh this would be a way to do it is if experience points were the reward for doing so Now, maybe we could expand this beyond the overworld. Say we wanted to make the nether and the end places where you would want to explore more. So I would suggest adding a couple of new NPCs to the game for these dimensions. First of all, I would say there should be a piglin variant called the Pathfinder. Now, this Pathfinder would probably still attack you if you're not wearing gold, but most of the time when you go into the nether, you know that you're supposed to be wearing gold. So that shouldn't be an issue, but this Pathfinder will actually give you missions to go and explore the nether. It will give you maybe a compass, since maps don't work very well, Uh, and then you go out into the world. You find the place where this compass is pointing, and then somehow you bring proof that you've discovered the location back to this Pathfinder, and it gives you the reward in the form of experience points. We could also have this for the end. Now, I'm not sure about the lore implications of having an Enderman variant who's doing this, but maybe there could be an NPC for the end, and I would call it the Surveyor. And the Surveyor would give you a map that would lead you to a point of interest in the end, and you fill out that map, you bring it back to the Surveyor, and it gives you that reward. So we're not only exploring the overworld here and getting rewards um, that, that incentivize further exploration in the overworld, but we're also doing that for the nether and the end. And I feel like essentially this would, uh, make exploration instead of it just being something that you do because you want to get resources or something that you do because you're setting a personal challenge for yourself. Essentially, exploration becomes currency, and currency is something that everyone in Minecraft wants to have, whether that's diamonds or emeralds, or now, in this idea here, exploration data. That you can gather and bring back to an NPC and they reward you with experience points. So that's my idea for making exploration a little bit better in Minecraft. Uh, let me know what you think because that will bring us to the end of this episode. Send me your thoughts, your questions, and your ideas to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles rocks and I have been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode everybody, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.